My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. My name is David Hallman. I am the Fungin Master for Good Better Quest, and I am the voice of many people, but today I am the voice of everyone's favorite orc bard, Front Back. You are certainly the most colorful person here. What's your name? Uh, hello. I'm, I'm Front. It's it's not what what's your name? My name is Isherla. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure is a pleasure to meet you too. Do you go to the university nearby? Yes. How? What gave it away? Uh, you look about the right age, and I've seen a lot of students in here. I've met one of them already. Oh yeah, midterms just ended, so. Everybody's probably partying. Yeah. Probably. And what brings you here? Well, I got done with my midterm, and I just wanted to get a nice glass of, of red wine. They got nice wine here. I'll work a little bit about on a ballad about what all went down on a midterm. That's all. Ah, so you're studying to become a bard. I guess that explains the loot you have there. Oh, yeah. I dabble. I noodle around on the loot. Like, noodly, noodly, noodly. And I'm pretty good. I tried to play with my teeth once, and then that's when I had to buy a new loot. Yes, I imagine that would not be particularly easy to do. Yeah. I mean, practice makes perfect, but loots are expensive, so I didn't want to keep going down that road. That is true. What drew you to the musical arts, if you don't mind me asking? I just like them. I love the sound of music. I grew up in my tribe really getting into the drum beats, and I began to lead them, and it just... Everyone seemed very into the drum beats whenever I got into them. And I just wanted to pursue that more. And I, I heard a lute for the first time when I left home and it was beautiful. It was, I can't describe it. It, it was like heaven opened up and it leaned down and it said, front, I'm gonna give you a whole chicken. Just for you. And I was like, what? And I just, I fell in love with it. Certainly sounds like you did. That's a good thing, too. Being a bard can be very, very powerful, though it's tricky at times. Magic can always be temperamental, especially when tied to sound or music or song. Yeah. I got a little difficulty with the verbal components right now. I'm getting there, but it's it's hard. Uh, 
Nothing worth doing is ever going to not have its challenges. Yeah. It's just what makes it worth it. Yeah. No, I, that, that's what uh, Professor Stone's throw says, too. Uh, it's good. What are you doing here today? I just travel around, and as I said, I, last time I was here, I met an interesting fellow studying uh, the druidic artists, and I figured this would be a good place to meet interesting people. Was that Durak? Ah, uh, yes, it was. You know him. I do. I, <laughs> he disappeared for a while, and I kind of thought he got ate by a dinosaur in the woods. And I just, I just kind of offhandedly mentioned it, and uh, it, it kind of took off, and everyone totally believed it. Oh, so you started that rumor? Even I heard of that. Not on purpose, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. <laughs> Very humorous indeed, and. You know anything of why he disappeared, or were you here when he came back? Yeah, I, I was there. We were all real surprised. He came in with Siggy and two of the new people, two of the new students. He'd been gone for like a year. When he came back, he looked about the same, except he was wearing a bear coat and bare feet. Yeah. I noticed that those was... Definitely caught my attention. Yeah, he's real into bears now. Weird. Real weird he's into bears. I'm sure there was a connection there for a while, based on his story. But I'm curious to learn more about you. You mentioned a tribe. Are you from around here? I, I, I grew up in a small orch settlement. It's a little ways away, and it's out in the middle of just nowhere, near the spine of the world. It's just a nice little tribe. We just, we live, my parents lived in Waterdeep for a while, and then they decided the hustle and bustle was annoying. They didn't like it. They they wanted to go and live in the woods and, and live on their own, and they did for a while, and it was rough. But then they heard tell of a, a tribe that was just living out there by themselves, living like, you know, the modern age of Waterdeep and such didn't exist. It was a small town. And we became a tribe. We would have nice little festivals, usually when, you know, the, the harvest was coming in or someone came back that went away for a while. And we would celebrate. We would we would sing and dance and play music. Very simple music. We didn't have a lot of instruments. It was mostly percussion and some flutes. It was nice. Everybody was really nice there. That sounds rather lovely. Yeah. I miss it sometimes. But the whole place, we were a big family. So I kind of have... 30 brothers and sisters. So I'm glad to be somewhere where I don't have to share a bed anymore. <laughs> I imagine it got rather loud in your house. It did. And that's part of why it's nice to be pursuing this, pursuing this 
her life. You know, be, because I want to be heard, you know? Yeah. I want the world to see you as you are. Yeah, exactly. My parents were very supportive of me going for this. And I still write them. I try to send money when I can. They don't really have use for it over there. But every once in a while, we do need supplies from someone else. So I try to make sure they got a little bit of savings. Sure, they appreciate that very much. Even living in the woods, it's hard to survive without some sort of money. And it is very good to hear that they are so supportive. They're very sweet. I don't feel like I've ever talked about any of this before. I uh, <laughs> Are you a therapist? I don't think I've ever really opened up like this before. Wow. I get that quite often. Uh, okay. Well, as long as I'm not crazy. I don't know. It's just sometimes when you see a friendly face, you just... It can be good to share. Oh, yeah. My mom's one of those people. People just feel like talking to her forever. Like she she would go to go to my neighbor's house and get it's like a cup of sugar or something like that. And the next thing we knew, we wouldn't see her for two hours. Could the neighbor just be talking her ear off? That's good to have people like that. Oh yeah. No, it, it's it's always good. You ever want to be that for other people? Person everyone can talk to? You know, it would be cool. I would love to get people's stories and turn them into something. Not everyone is good at, at turning a tale. Some people hang on to details that don't matter. or Or they don't make certain accomplishments big enough. That's what I want to do. I want to I turn some adventures of others and of my own into stories of some kind. Stories can be powerful things. Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, I'm working on one right now for my midterm. We went to a town... It's funny, actually. We got our midterms swapped uh, by Team NASCAR. And we wound up doing one called Stolen Whispers. So we were like, oh, man, what, what is Stolen Whispers? And then we got to the town, and it turned out it was a typo. It was Stolen Whiskers. It was a cat. The missing cat. And so, we were kind of bummed. But then, turned out, there's a bunch of kobolds in the sewers uh, that were all talented in martial arts in their own way. And they all wore different primary colors. And uh, they were trying to sacrifice the pets from all over town to resurrect a black dragon. And also, all the kobolds were named after artists. It was weird. Yes, that has got to be the weirdest combination of sentences I have ever heard. This is the midterm you just finished. Yeah. I see why you want to make a story out of that one, because that's 
That I'm sorry, I I I'm mixing things up. That's actually the one before this one. I don't remember a lot from this one. Oh man, I'm gonna have to ask one of my roommates what happened. I got knocked out very early on, and kind of fell into a magical coma, and I don't really know what happened. So. That's understandable and not super fortunate, but at least you survived. Yeah, I guess. That's alright. You can always get the story later. And who knows, maybe your next midterm will be interesting as well. Ah, uh, here's hoping. I'm really hoping I get more skills before then. I'm, I'm really hoping I can expand into more singing. I would love to hear that someday. How are your studies going, by the way? Oh, okay. They're going all right. I'm very good in my Bardic classes. I am okay in Introduction to Dungeoneering. I dropped out of Monster Biology and Combat because I got hit in the face a couple times and... I just wasn't into that. I I don't. This is the money maker, you know. I can't I can't have people punching the money maker, you know. And I see what you mean. Yes, yes. I have quite a chiseled jawline, and and cheekbones that could cut diamond. Pardon me. I don't mean to go on, but I am a handsome man. Oh yeah, things are going all right. A great point average doesn't exist because we don't have that but i have good grades that's good and if you ask me grade point average is overrated signing your value as a person to a letter or a number is the stupidest thing i've ever heard of oh yeah no that that's that's why i go to college instead of you know a community college we didn't have a good community college near near you know where i lived I passed a few on my way here, and none of them looked good. That marks that bad, but you definitely have found yourself a good school here. Yeah, I think so. They got talking dogs in the bookstore. That's pretty great. That's where price of admission right there. I mean, they have a what in the bookstore? Talking dogs? Like, you, you want to meet them? Yes, it's not every day you get to meet talking dogs. Are you sure they're not druids just turned into dogs? No, 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 no. Okay, so all of the dogs in the bookstore are awakened animals. And they just happen to be dogs. They're awakened animals whose owners either passed away or let them go or... It's not always sad, but sometimes it's sad, you know. It's And they're still cognizant, and they can speak common. And so they just, they work here. And, and actually, Dart and Doug usually come in here a fair amount. I'll send a raven if I see him in here again, but I don't see you. They're fun. Hopefully I will be able to catch them here sometimes. Also, I love the idea of a bookstore run by Blake and the dogs. I hadn't tried and do that with cats before, and it was it was just a mess. Nothing would stay on the shelf for longer than like 30 seconds before one of the cats would knock it down, and 
They would just look at you. Like, what? I didn't do anything. And then they would just walk away. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why we don't have any cats in there. That and one of the dogs doesn't really like cats. Like, he doesn't do anything to them. He just yells at them a lot. Durek's roommate, Yardy, is a, is a tabaxi. And that's just whenever... He walks into the bookstore. That's all Doug is doing is just following him around going, cat, cat, cat. And that's it. That's all he does. He's, he's got feelings. He's got feelings about cats. And it's a little bit racist because Yardy's not a cat, but it doesn't seem to bother him. All I can think of is the dogs in the VVF where it's like, squirrel. Yes. Oh my God. Do not say that in the bookstore. Oh man. They did that. Miles lost his mind. He, he is a very sweet boy, but he gets the zoomies. And when he gets the zoomies, it's, ju- it's a tornado. So there's actually, there's a sign outside now that says, please don't say squirrel. And it works out okay because Miles can't read. But yeah. He, no one is allowed to say squirrel in the bookstore anymore. No promises. No, please don't. <laughs> please. No. <laughs> They'll know. They'll know. <laughs> They'll know I sent you. Oh, don't worry. They would, they, I would never let that trace back to you. I'm much craftier than most people assume I am. We're... We're recording something that's going to have my name on it telling you not to say squirrel. They're going to follow this. <laughs> it's worse than a paper trail. It's a little bit hard to pin something down when someone has who has connections to the gods is trying to hide it. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm trusting you. So how much longer do you have in your degree? No. It's not so much a degree. It's not so much time spent to earn a degree. It's when you feel stronger and wise enough to go out into the world to become an adventurer. That's when you graduate. And that's when the school says, you are welcome to any missions you can find here at the school, and we will pay you to do that. We will essentially be a bulletin board for you. You know, come to us, get missions, go out, you know, spread the word about the college and show people what we do here. Show them what good comes from well-educated adventurers. Sounds like a Pretty solid deal. I like what this college is doing. Oh yeah, I mean it. It, it still costs money to go, but like that's of course it does. Oh yeah, but it pumps out good, solid adventurers. The school firmly believes that one of the most important things is well-informed adventurers, because the last thing you need is somebody casting fireball on themselves, in a library or something like that, you know. Yes, that that is very, very poorly. 
Oh yeah. No, that's that's what we're trying to avoid by teaching. <laughs> Where war worlds need a college like this, because I've met some really, really, really dumb adventurers in my time. Oh yeah, no, me too. It's just they're everywhere. You you got an example of one? Or do you know about to go into it right now? I've got quite a few. I had one who it was a parent going on an adventure without their children. Except for they forgot they left their children at home. Got strung at the whole town in an uproar because they thought they'd lost their children. And then like three or four days later, remembered their children were still at home. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> Have you thought about what you might do after you graduate? Whenever you're ready to take on the world? I might continue with my team, depending on if that's what they want to do. I may stick with them. I like uh, Cedric and, and Isla and Calliope. They're, they're wonderful people. And I've, I've really come to, to love them a lot. But... You know, I, I, it could be that I find my voice and I, I just want to go out and, and have it be heard. So we'll see. We'll see where we wind up. Either way, you do deserve to be heard, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, I'd like to point out that while most people go for the people to more clear sounding singing. There are people who enjoy the more gruffer raw sounds in their songs, so you could use that to your advantage. I will. Do you mind if I write that down? Oh, certainly. It might be the help. Alright. I might look into that. You have a unique voice, my friend, so take yeah. advantage of what you have, and you may find that people that different people enjoy your stuff more than they enjoy others. Oh, you could even start a trend for other people such as yourselves who have trouble fitting in with that certain vocal performance and could inspire a new wave of music. That would be nice. That would be really cool. Oh, man. I'm going to get to work on that. Just, just finding the... Oh, uh, I'll find it. I'll get there. I'll get there. I have no doubt you will. One of these days, I will definitely come and see your performance. Please do. I will save you a seat. Look forward to that. Do you have any plans of what classes you're going to be taking next semester? Going to be sticking with Bardic Studies. Next semester, we're working on our, our own independent arts. So that's kind of where I was going to bend into singing more, but I might be able to bring this to the table now. I believe I am in a higher level of magic. Magic and Arcanum with Professor Valtana. I'm thinking about looking into artificing a little bit, but I don't like artificing and messing with tools with my hands, so I might not get into it, but they they get to go into the vaults under the school where we got all these artifacts and stuff. So I just want to see them. I just want to go and look at them. 
Artificing can be a very interesting study, very hands-on, but I do believe I once met a teething. She had done work in the potion shop, so when she started studying artificing, she used her potions to enchant the items. wonder if there could be a way to do that with song. That'd be pretty cool. Implant song into artifacts. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about it because... Direct's friend Siggy, she's an artificer, and just one day she's got a metal hand. I don't know what happened to her real hand, but now she's got a metal one, and she goes around in this big chair that's got eyes and a mouth and a giant tongue with a boxing glove on it. And I don't, I don't know if I want to get involved with that. That seems a little intense. It certainly can be when things go wrong, but you can make some amazing things when things go right. Well, problem is, I feel like for Siggy, that was things going right. <laughs> and that's what scares me. That also might just be a personal thing, unless if an oral artificers are like that kind of thing. Maybe. Magic users can be certain special kinds of weird sometimes. Yeah. Eccentric is is usually what I say, but I I appreciate you being more honest. It is weird. I say that as a magic user myself. Oh yeah, no, obviously I use magic too, but like you run into some weird characters. You certainly do, especially when you travel as much as I do. Oh yeah. Oh, I can imagine. You got you got a favorite weird wizard you've met? There was this one necromancer who was obsessed with fire. Who very much wanted to learn how to make friends with people. I had to remind him that killing your friends and then resurrecting them to be more amicable towards yourself is very much frowned on. Yeah, I know. People don't like that a lot. Get to check back in with him at some time, but I'm sure the cult is doing fine. I'm sorry, did you say his cult? No, his name is Cult. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I misheard you. I hope he doesn't have a cult. I guess, I don't know. We'll see when I'm able to see him again, how much time has passed. Oh, no. Travel between the worlds is very weird. Oh, yeah. I got no doubt. I'm nervous about when we do get deeper into our studies. Uh, apparently, after a while, you start traveling between planes. And I'm just so nervous about that. It can definitely be an interesting experience, potentially dangerous if you end up in the wrong plane. But as long as you're not traveling alone and you have someone who is making sure you get to the plane you want to get to, you shall be fine. I recommend doing research before going into any, and if you're ever in the Feywild, you run across a fairy. Never give them your name. Never give a fairy your name. I'm writing this one down, too. Give them something to call you by. Don't give them your actual name, because names are powered, and they will definitely use that to make your life out. And gain control of me. Yeah, just be careful with what information you give to people. 
I'm giving you a lot of information. Is am I okay? Are you a fairy? You have to tell me if you're a fairy, or else it's entrapment. That was a cop. Oh yeah. Don't worry, I'm not a fairy. You don't you don't need to worry. Okay. Alright, cool. Alright, fair. Such of as I've enjoyed this conversation, I'm afraid I do have to go have a meeting with someone, but it was an absolute pleasure to meeting you, and once again, I look forward to seeing one of your performances and something when you find your voice. Absolutely. Thank you very much for sitting down with me uh, and, and talking to me. I Please take this with you. It's the feather from my hat. It's It's my favorite, but I think it'll be nice for your travel. It's lucky. Very much appreciate that. I'll keep it somewhere safe. Absolutely. You take care. You as well. Guys, I think I met a fairy. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it. <laughs>